Welcome to session 158 of Scanner School. Today we're talking about the secrets that are in the searches. Before we start this week's podcast, I'd like to take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters. Patreon is a month-to-month sponsorship platform. We have three different support tiers, each with different benefits. But the most valuable tier is our $5 a month tier. This equates to sponsoring the podcast for about a dollar per episode. Now, not only do our $5 Patreon supporters receive the podcast early, but they also receive a commercial-free version of the podcast delivered directly to their podcast player. Some may say that the included squelchy sticker pack that is mailed to your home is the best benefit of the $5 level, but I think it's the community or the club that is growing at this level. You see, we meet once a month on Zoom, and we have a roundtable discussion about scanning, ask questions, offer advice. Some of the members are answering other people's questions, and we just talk with our fellow Scanner School classmates. This is an exclusive group for our $5 Patreon members. Now, again, if all this wasn't enough at that level, you'll also receive discounts to upcoming Scanner School courses and offerings. Now, you can help support Scanner School by going to www.scannerschool.com slash Patreon or www.scannerschool.com slash support. Now, I'd like to thank all of our Patreon supporters at all levels, and they are Brian King, Buzz Gold, Chris Paris, Craig Harper, Dan, Ed Walsh, Eddie K, Edward Dufour, Glenn Bryden, Guy Lee, James Felling, James Peruta, Jeff Block, Jenny Taylor, Jim Heinrich, John Goldenberg, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Kevin Zwicky, Lenny Bauer, Mark Thompson, Mark Beebe, Michael Kroger, Paul Teal, Raymond Hill, Richard Armstrong, Ronnie Bach, Sal Marandola, Tim Mazza, Todd Glendie, and William Arcan. Now let's start the podcast. Welcome to The Scanner School a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. Welcome to Scanner School. We teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. All the session notes can be found online on our website at scannerschool.com slash session 158. Welcome. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. My majority call sign is W2LIE. And again, today's podcast is sponsored by our Patreon supporters. I want to thank you all for your continued support this podcast would not be here without you and i really mean that and again my website eastcoastpagers.com your emergency alerting specialist again you go to eastcoastpagers.com for all of your paging needs so again we've been talking the last few weeks about searching right close call we were talking about whistler signal stalking and spectrum sweeping last week on the podcast we put them both head to head well today we are just doing uh, straight up searching and what that basically means, right? So let's talk about just searching and how we've talked about it in the past here on the podcast. Basically, been sprinkling this little nugget of information as as much as possible, as much as we can. And I think now it's time to really talk about it because with the last few weeks, again, talking about searching, this is a really good time to bring up this conversation. Plus, you know, it's the end of the year. So maybe some of us have some downtime and uh, it might just be a good good chance just to try something new on a scanner before you actually even program it up. If you got one for the holidays, go ahead and put it in search mode because it's really easy to do. You don't really need to do much to program it up for searches. So let's talk about way back on session 27, just regular old 027 of the podcast. 
we talked with Michael Mann about mill air monitoring and how he uses his scanners to listen to the practice runs that are on the bases that are really close to him because he lives out in Arizona. And again, he finds a lot of frequencies by putting his scanner into search mode. Well, on session 47, I talked about my experiences when I went on, on a cruise ship with my scanner and the systems that I found there and, and, and you know, again, what I've heard while we were docked in port and everything else like that. Session 143, which is a really recent podcast, just a little more than uh, 10 episodes ago. And we talked with Chris Paris. And it's basically when I coined the phrase with him, you know, the secrets are in the searches. I've been saying that pretty much ever since. And again, Chris uses searches when he's traveling because he travels a lot through work. When he lands in certain cities, he will take out his scanners and go through searching other federal bands. And that's where we find a lot of new and interesting things to monitor on our scanners. So why do we want to search? Well, like I just said, there's a lot more out there than what we have downloaded off the internet and what we programmed into memory in our scanner. There's a whole world out there, right? And not every frequency has been identified, right? You can't really trust other people to find stuff for you at all times, right? There's plenty more out there than what's been submitted into radio reference and other websites as well. And again, you may find something completely different and something interesting, right? So let me tell you a little bit of a story about how I find some things and, and what I found interesting. Well, I go through periods where I just can't sleep, right? And it just may be because of stress or because my mind can't stop moving or I got just too much on my plate and I'm just busy doing things. And before I know it, it's 3, 4 a.m. in the morning, right? And during a bout of this during the past summer, what I did was um, I was playing around with SDR at the time, just just fiddling around with things. And I, I, I just couldn't sleep and I couldn't shut this thing off and I'm, I'm just playing around with things. And it just so happened I was in the federal band and I see a spike come up, go down, come up, go down. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. What's what's there? You know, what is that that's transmitting? So I parked the SDR on there for a little bit and I can hear people talking in DMR. Well, okay, this is this is pretty cool. Doesn't seem like it's a trunk system because they keep coming up on the same frequency. And it's 3 a.m. or so, right? It shouldn't really be that busy of a frequency, but it is. It's busy. And... It sounds like they're trying to get things organized and loaded up on trucks. I'm like, what is this? And then it dawns on me. This might be the Postal Service sorting out mail to go out for the next day. So as I'm listening to it, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely what that is. You know, they're they're talking about different trucks and different things and make sure this gets over there. So I look up the frequency on radio reference and what I find out, it's the Postal Police frequency for P25. But this is not the Postal Police, and it's not P25, it's DMR. So on one of the Zello nights, I kind of brought this up, and Chris Paris happened to be on it, and he says, yeah, he goes, I've noticed the same thing in different areas, that uh, some of the sorting facilities use DMR. All right, confirmation right there. I never would have known that, though. I would never have had this conversation with Chris if I didn't actually go out and search these things myself, right? Another thing I found out while I was searching too was uh, going through some of the ranges. I actually found there was a uh, a local military installation here that um, has a trunk system, and I never really thought I could monitor it from here. Well, guess what? I'm listening to security patrols on a talk group, middle of the night, on something I thought was way too far for me to pick up, so I didn't even bother programming into my scanner. Right? These are things that I'm finding out as I'm searching on my scanner or the, using the SDR, right? 
There's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of stuff that we don't actually program into our scanners. All right, so that's good enough for conventional. What about trunking, though? Well, we talked on session 135 with Jackson, and he's mapping out trunk systems, and he's mapping them out by searching for trunk IDs or unit IDs as well, right? He's mapping out where all these radios are going. He's searching the system to get a better understanding of the layout. Maybe he'll find out another talk group shows up there or something else is linked or there's roaming, right? You don't know. I mean, there's, there's things that are out there that are it's the X-Files, right? <laughs> They're out there. But, but searching, and you could tell, right, I'm passionate about this because what happens if your local police goes encrypted or your fire, everything goes encrypted, right? You got to know what else is out there to monitor, right? This is where searching comes in. Searching is fun. Searching is something you could do with your scanner out of the box before you even program it. I mean, even the SR30C entry-level scanner has search ranges built in for marine, weather, ham, railroads, and CB. Just name a few, right? You don't need to know these ranges to set them up in your scanner. They're already built in. But if you do know what ranges you want to search in, you can put them in as well. And we'll talk about that right after the break. Did you know there are ways to help support the Scanner School podcast that doesn't take any time or any extra money on your part? If you go to scannerschool.com support, you will find we have several ways that you can continue to do your online shopping and help support us. We have links to Amazon. If you click on our link before you go to Amazon, anything you buy from there will help support Scanner School. Now, if you're in a market for a brand new scanner, an antenna, other accessories, we have links to Scanner Master, where you can not only purchase a scanner and accessories, but you can also get your radio programmed. And by clicking on our link before you buy, you are helping to support the podcast. Now, if you're in a market for software, we have links to Butel. And if you want something new to you, we also have links to eBay. Again, just go to scannerschool.com support before you make your purchases and you are helping to support Scanner School at no additional cost to you. This session of Scanner School is sponsored by East Coast Pagers. Now, East Coast Pagers is one of my online companies, and we are a Unication, Apollo, and Swiss phone dealers serving the North American market. Now, if you're looking for a personal use pager or one for your department, we can get you a quote at the very best prices. So why does a company like East Coast Pagers support Scanner School? I think that every scanner radio user should at least put one pager in their collection of radios. The reason why is very simple. It frees up your scanner to just do scanning, and then you have one radio that's dedicated to your local fire activity. Now, with a pager, you can have voice storage. You can do tone outs. You can keep it silent. You can go back the next day and listen to what you've missed overnight. It's more than you can do with an out-of-the-box scanner. And with today's pagers having multiple frequencies and even having multiple channels in a scan list, like the Unication G1 can do eight channels in a scan list. It has 64 memory channels, and out of the box, it comes with 11 minutes of stored voice and a desktop charger. The G2s to G5s, they do P25 phase one and phase two in simulcast environments with stored voice, paging on conventional NP25. Oh, and they're upgradable too to DMR type one and type two. They are more rugged than today's consumer-based scanners. And with a pager like a Swiss phone S-Quad, you won't even realize you're wearing one. It'll help keep you informed as to what's going on in your neighborhood. So again, eastcoastpagers.com or contact me directly, phil at eastcoastpagers.com. Do you have a new scanner? You're having problems understanding how it works? Maybe you're new to the entire Home Patrol database of programming and you can't figure out Sentinel. 
Did you get a new SDR and you're trying to figure out how to install it or you want to learn how to use Unitrunker, DSD+, maybe set up a Pioware, or even just make some changes and you don't understand how this system and the equipment works? The podcast might be great for you, but maybe you need a little bit more of one-on-one help with setting something up. I'm available to do just that with you with our private tutoring sessions. You can book me online by going to scannerschool.com slash consulting for a one-hour session. And it's great because we can actually share computer screens remotely, and I can guide you through step-by-step as if I was sitting right next to you. So again, book me for an hour at scannerschool.com slash consulting for your scanner radio one-on-one tutoring session. National Communications Magazine is your personal library of scanner, CB, GMRS, FRS, MURS, and two-way radio articles written by the best minds in the business over the past three decades. Your NatCom personal online access account allows you to download the newest issues of America's Hobby Radio Magazine, as well as back issues too. So visit natcommag.com to download your free sample issues and sign up today. That's natcommag.com for National Communications Magazine. So again, we teased it on the other side of the break, right? You could have different search ranges set up for what you feel like listening to, and that's what I do on my scanners. Some days I want to scan aviation. That's great. Some days I'll grab my ICOM, ICR5, the ICR10, maybe even the ICR1, depending how I feel, right? Maybe even a Yesu receiver I have floating around or just a scanner, right? Some days I want to scan or, or just find out what's out there in the short wave bands, right? It's a nice summer night. It's outside, and I'll just grab one of those radios and light them up, do a search, some nights I want to grab or some days I grab my scanners and just throw them around and put them in search mode. Pre-canned searches or my own searches. Like you want to listen to Federal. Well, you want to scan the Federal VHF and then the Federal UHF bands together, right? So you make two search banks and you set them up to go together. Or maybe you want to search for, I don't know, MERS, business band radios, FRS, GMRS. You want to find something going on in your neck of the woods. It's a great place to do it while you're out shopping, right? is to put the scanner in search mode and see what you can pick up. Down by an airport is another great place to put in your scanner in search mode. Even if you're just like going fishing and you take your scanner with you, right? You don't know what you're going to find. Sometimes you'll find things at a band down there in a marine band. Yeah, it happens. What I like about those, some of the scanners I use though, is that you can set up searches in banks, right? Set up search ranges and define them. So you've got 10 custom search ranges and I was just setting up with Lee. We had a, a tutoring call. He t- Lee hired me this past weekend to do a tutoring call with him. And uh, we went through exactly that situation on his BC-325P2. We set up a couple search ranges, and then we set them up so that he can just program them in. He just called them up instantly. In fact, there's even three buttons right there in the front of the keypad. It's SR1, SR2, SR3. And we assigned one of those search ranges to one of those keys. So we just got to do function one, and he goes right to that search range. What's also cool, too, is you can set up on some of these radios, you can set up a search range to a favorites list key. So not only can you turn on favorites list 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5, but you can turn on in favorite list 6, maybe, a search of the Marine Band. Why program in all the 80-something UHF, uh, VHF Marine channels? No, it's already programmed in your scanner as a search. So set that search range to be a favorites list key. That's a good way of doing it. 
Or you can even do a search with scan, which is really cool. So your scanner will actually scan through what you have programmed in there. Then it'll go back into search mode, scan those search ranges you predefined, and then go back into scan mode. So your scanner is doing a couple different things. Again, people who do mill air monitoring, they're constantly in search mode because you don't know what's going to be out there, right? Things are always moving around on, on the mill air side. In fact, I know I've seen a lot of pictures where guys have stacks, like 10 radios broken down into small segments of the mill air band so they can get a refresh on this. Now, you set this up on a computer and you log the frequencies and the audio is something like Butel software, which by the way, we're affiliate for. You can go to scannerscool.com slash Butel. Or even ProScan software, which you can download directly at proscan.org. You hook up your scanner and the audio cable and your computer now logs the frequencies and the audio so you can come back overnight, over a week, or over a month and find all the active hits you have while you're scanning. It takes the homework out of it for you. It takes the, a little bit of that pain out of it. You don't know what's out there. You don't know what you're going to find. I have found DMR uh, trunking sites. I have found DMR conventional. I have found P25 sites. You find staging sites. You find things that aren't on your radar. Maybe they're set up they're not supposed to be or they're borrowing somebody else's license, right? These are all cool things that can happen when you take your scanner and put them into search mode. This is why we say, right, the secrets are in the searches. So I invite you, move outside your comfort zone a little bit next year or at the end of this year, right? Depending on when you're listening to this. Hit that search button on your scanner before you program it up. Play around with it, right? It's the time of year where maybe it's time to try something a little bit different. Again, maybe you're getting tireless in the same thing. Maybe it's just an odd night and you want to do something different. Just push that button. Throw the scanner in search mode. What's going to come up? You might have to lock out a few birdies. Yeah, true. But who knows what else you'll find there? Do it during snow season. Maybe you'll find some plow companies out there. Who knows? That time of year. So how do we do here? How is it? It's the end of the year. It's the end of 2020. I hope everybody has a very safe and end start to 2021. Everybody stays healthy. Remember, you can go ahead and you can look at the show notes in this one. Session, uh, scanscool.com slash session 158. Again, check out our pre-release on our STR training course at scanscool.com slash courses. And please help me help somebody else with the scanner radio hobby. Share the podcast with somebody else via email or Facebook group or a tweet or anything. This way I can help somebody else the same way I'm helping you right now with the Scanner Radio Happy. I'd love to do this. So again, have a great New Year's. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. This is Scanner School. We teach you everything to know about the Scanner Radio Hobby. We'll catch you all next week and next year. 73.